You are listening to the Black Sitcom History Podcast with Shannon and Summer, where we explore issues from episodes of the most popular and polarizing black television sitcoms from the 1970s and beyond. Welcome back to the Black Sitcom History Podcast. I am Summer. I am Shannon. And we are your hosts. And um, this week we're going to continue on talking about the Jeffersons. That's our black sitcom of the moment. And uh, last time we were together, we talked about season one, episode one, A Friend in Need. And in this episode, we're moving on right along to season one, episode two, which is called George's Family Tree. Tree. This aired January 25th, 1975. In this episode, I'm going to keep it short and just get right to it. George finds out that he is a descendant of queens and queens of Africa. Something he did not know. Queens and queens or queens and kings? Kings and queens. Well, you know. It it, it could have been some queens and queens going on back then. I don't know. But yeah, kings and queens. Some kings and queens of Africa. Once he finds this out... He's even more high and mighty now and very proud of his hard work now. Um, He thinks that um, because of being a descendant of kings and queens, it runs in the blood. Mm -hmm. Um, So it starts off with the Willis's visiting the Mm -hmm. Jeffersons to present them a um, housewarming gift. Right. Which is a statue of an African warrior of some sort. Yeah, it's just some sort of like wooden African carving, fancy um, art museum style mm-hmm. carving, but uh, George immediately rejects it. He hates it. Mm-hmm. It just reminds him of uh, a dark past, uh, humble beginnings uh, of a place where he doesn't want to associate with, and he, you know, he mm-hmm. he talks about his um, his father sharing with him growing up that his family were sharecroppers, sharecroppers and, right. um, and that's just not prestigious mm-hmm. enough for the George Jefferson right. because he is on top of the mm-hmm. world, and mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> his opinion his opinion is he's like well. It doesn't matter where you've come from. It only matters where you are. Exactly. He doesn't want to look back on his past. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to enjoy um, his hard work. Um, he wants to live on top, like Summer said. Something funny was is Louise does not want to forget where she she's from. Mm-hmm. She wants to be, you know, humble. Um, she wants to be humble and enjoy their their lifestyle, but she doesn't want to forget at all where she's from. Right. Um, something in this episode, it's George is always trying to outdo the next person. Always. Always. So the Willises come by for a visit to present them with the African statue for a housewarming gift. Mr. Willis asked for a drink, <laughs> and George <laughs> George says, what do you want? 
Mr. Willis says, what do you have? He says, George says, I have everything you have. Everything. And everything. He, he started naming off other things. <laughs> Mr. Willis says, let me have a Rob Royal. Roy. Roy. Rob, Rob Roy. Roy. Yeah. Right? And uh, <laughs> George doesn't know what it is. So he was like, yeah, I have that. <laughs> or whatever. And um, this is a drink I've never heard of before. And I, I'm not a big drinker, but I, I know drinks. Um, so at that point, George tries to go in the kitchen and mix this cocktail. Right. And when he, when he brings it out to Mr. Willis, Mr. Willis is like, yeah, this, this is not. It, it's like a mixture of scotch and something. Grenadine or. Yeah. What? I, I forget what the yeah. other. Let me look it up. Yeah, go ahead and look it up. Oh, so the, let me back up. See, so when, when Mr. Willis asked for the. Rob. Rob Roy. Rob Roy. Whiskey and vermouth. Vermouth. Obviously, I don't know what that is. V e r m o u t h. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Maybe, yeah. but yeah, whis whiskey and vermouth. But and um, he looks it up, and I guess he has like like a bartending type or some cocktail uh, book or book. something, and he looks it up. He's like, mm, just put a lot of just put something in there. <laughs> but see. George, he didn't even know it was a mixed drink. He just thought it was like, yeah, like just Hennessy or something, something mm -hmm. in a bottle. And he said, yeah, I have that. Mm -hmm. And not until he looked it up, he realized that it was actually a mixed drink. What did he say? He said, um, give me that, that Rob Roy. And yeah. then she said, then Louise was like, oh, I'll give you that rub it, rum and coke. Yeah, rum and coke. Oh, yeah, see? <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> and we all know that. Rum and coke. It, every black person knows what rum and coke <laughs> That's a go-to, rum and coke. So, so George is still trying to play like he's been in upper-class life for a while. Yeah. But it's, I'm sure it's not easy coming from a lower class and trying to live the lifestyle in the upper class. It's, it's things that you, 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 you're disassociated with. Culturally, cultural differences. Right. Um, drinking Rob Roy's versus rum and coke. Rum and cokes. <laughs> or like gin and juice. You know. Right. Um, I'm sure the Vermeer is that might be something expensive, whereas a Coke is right. free. Everybody has a Coke in their household. Mm -hmm. You just have to pay for the rum. So yeah, George is trying to also, you know, adjust with rubbing elbows with the upper class learning some new things without letting them know that he doesn't know what they're speaking about mm -hmm. or talking about at right. the time. So, um, Mr. Bentley shows up. He's always showing up. Mm -hmm. And um, he comes in and he sees the statue and he mentions to the Jeffersons and Willis that he's going to some type of work engagement party where there's going to be some um, people who work at museums and things of that nature, and um, he can find out more about the um, about the statue. And then he talks about well, the George knows that he's descended from this tribe in Africa called the Ashante tribe, and um, the, the Ashante tribe and Tacomba branch. And, um, you know, but he doesn't know much about it. He just still associates, you know, he specific, specifically talks about um, 
his his African lineage in comparison to what the Willis's say about their family background. They have doctors and lawyers mm -hmm. and senators and governors in their families and uh, George goes like we're talking about senators and governors versus witch doctors and spear throwers. Right, right, right. right, right, right. <laughs> so he's like, that doesn't compare. That does, like, forget about that. Yeah, and I also remember Louise um, telling everyone the yeah. tribe that George was from, and he was trying to hush her. Yeah. He didn't want it to be known that he was from a certain tribe or whatever, because, like we said, you you know, when he thinks of African tribes, he thinks of of slavery, basically, which he wants to disassociate himself from, um, which you should never disassociate yourself from your past whatsoever. Um, and then in in the next, as he turns the page, as he turns the page, we're working this out, no guys. Problem. We're getting this out. This is real life, people. Yeah, this, this is real life. Yeah. <laughs> so. Once Mr. Bentley, this is the following day or so, Mr. Bentley comes by and tells George that when he went to the party, he um, told them about the tribe that Mr. That George was from, mm -hmm. the person that works at the museum. He told them that the tribe that they were from, and um, turns out that this tribe is of royal blood, mm -hmm. kings and queens. Yes. So guess who's riding the high horse now? Kings and queens. <laughs> Kings and queens. He's, he, George is very proud of this. He's looking for the African carving mm -hmm. and the closet. He's like, Louise, where's that statue? <laughs> In the closet where you put it? He's like, oh. <laughs> Let's show this off. So now he's like very proud. Very proud. Yeah. But see, this, this, this is real life. You know, you, you might have... Cousins and uncles that are not doing as well, you know, and uh, you kind of you don't want people to know that you that you your relative, yeah, from them, right? In some way, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, uncle, uncle, uncle Ted, your uncle, I'm like, nah, because he's alcoholic or something. You know, mm -hmm. you don't want people to know these things. But if if you were to say, oh. Your 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 uncle Ted owns such and such, or he's the mayor of this. You'd be like, "Yep, that's my uncle." Right. You're more proud of that, yeah. you know. So I, I can I can see that how you can be ashamed of of relatives um, if they're if they're not in a place that is considered respectful or anything like that, you would be ashamed of them. You wouldn't have denied that you were even associated with, with that person or with that relative. Mm -hmm. But once someone speaks highly of them or they're doing something positive or whatnot, you're, you're more willing to accept that when people say, yeah, I'm, I'm a relative of mm -hmm. this person, you're proud of it. Well, yeah. And, and that's, that's, interesting because i mean in real okay why do we need to associate ourselves with other people the, the accomplishment accomplishments of other people mm -hmm. or the lack of accomplishment from other people in our families like what does that have to do 
with, with us. With you, right. Yeah, like, yeah. what does that have to do with me? Well, you know, I, I don't know if you can say birds that fly together, flock together. I mean, maybe, say you have someone in your family that's a, that steals, mm -hmm. right? And then you go visit someone like, oh, that's such and such um, cutter. He a thief, so watch him too. Like, mm. they think it's, it runs in the blood. I don't know. That's my thinking. Are people that dumb? Yes, people. Oh. <laughs> like, if, 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 I already knew the answer to my own question, you know, but. <laughs> if, if I have cousins and I know they're thieves and mm -hmm. a thief runs in their family. Well, I have people in, I have people that I know that I'll, I'll disassociate because I know they're thieves. <laughs> yeah. But that's, yeah, but are they your relative? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, but if I had like a, a master um, thief that's stealing millions of dollars, you know, hey, cousin, hook me up with something. Oh, my God. But if you're stealing Doritos out of the liquor <laughs> store or coming to my house and stealing. Or you're stealing from me. me yeah, stealing from me. <laughs> You know, like, nah, he can't really hang out over about, here. Like, um, we gonna yeah. be social media family, and that's about it. Right. That's it. <laughs> you know, like, they invite themselves over, like, yeah, or we need to meet somewhere. Oh, <laughs> I'll pick I'll you be, up. I'll, I'll meet you over <laughs> yeah. here. Right. Yeah, that's funny. So, um, something that was interesting to me was, um, oh, well, let's, let's talk about how Jory found out that, um, the part of him being from Kings and Queens was not necessarily true. Um, it was not true. It was not true. <laughs> well, it was okay. It was not true. Um, so Lionel, you know, him being a student in school, he, he was doing some reading about the tribes. And it turns out that the tribe that um, George was from was in some type of war mm -hmm. with another tribe who were actually the kings and queens mm -hmm. of this particular region. And um, George's tribe lost, and the other tribe took George's tribe as slaves. Right. So some of you people that don't know, um, in Africa, black or Africans own African slaves. Mm -hmm. And it's mostly due to war. Um, right. It wasn't like, oh, I need a slave. I'm going to get a, a black person. They were conquered. Person. Yeah. Right, they were conquered. conquered in war. In yeah. war. So that's how they um, were slaves. A slave is something that's worldwide. It just so happened that the way it was introduced to America mm -hmm. was the wrong way. Or there, should be not, there shouldn't be slaves at all. But anyway, so, so Lionel tells him that, yeah, you know, this is a story. Your, your tribe and another tribe were in a, in a war. Mm -hmm. And your, your tribe was conquered and became slaves. Yeah. So mm -hmm. now George is somewhat off that high horse. He's deflated. He's deflated. <laughs> but he's not. Uh, he's deflated, but he wasn't as disappointed, per se. Uh, and, and the reason I say that is because this shocked me because once he found out that he was not a descendant of kings and queens, um, he, I thought he was going to be ashamed to tell the Willises. He didn't want to tell the Willises right, right. that, you know, oh, no, we're going to keep this story going. We're going to let them continue yeah. to think that I'm 
I was born king right. and queen. Right. But he actually um, told them the truth. Yeah, he fessed up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, instead of lying about being royalty descent, he tells them the truth. Actually, being a slave of descent, so he was actually of descent, uh, being a slave descendant. Um, and the Willises also do something surprising to me. They they don't knock him for being a descendant of slaves. Like they don't throw it in his face. Well, he yeah, he's the person that is is concerned about his background, mm-hmm. his pedigree, and all that stuff. But that's not necessarily what other people mm-hmm. are concerned with. Yeah, but he doesn't. He he thinks everybody's concerned with him. Yes, he does. So you know, mm-hmm. but you know, she 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 could have. They could have threw it in his face a little bit, but they didn't at all. No. They were, I was you know, no big deal. You you are who you are now, mm-hmm. and you and you know you're successful, and that's what matters. Right to us, like you're saying, that's what matters to us. So um, it's always good to. Um, you you have to learn to what we say, um, congratulate, don't hate, and that's what the Willises really did. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't hate the fact that he um, changed his attitude um, of being all high and mighty and trying to keep that attitude by lying to them, because once he confessed, they you know they. I think they more so con- congratulated him for telling telling the truth. Yeah, right. About it. Yeah, I think so too, and the and the Wees did too. Right. Yeah, for sure. And so that was that was something that I think I can practice. You know, um, congratulating people, encouraging people um, when they do what's right. You know, because people don't always have to do what's right, and when you know it's right, it's a good thing to. Um, um, thank that person or congratulate them or encourage them because that will help them continue to on that path. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever you knock somebody, they you knock them, they might not show it on their face or 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 say something right then, but later on they're going to think about it like, dang, you know, I feel kind of bad about that or whatnot. And um, it's something that that we all should practice. Yeah, I I think too when you when you are knocking people, it 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 says more about you, you yes. who you are, mm-hmm. than who you're who you're knocking. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, with all that I just said, that's all I was trying to say, and you said it in four words. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want to I want to talk about some other kind of points that like kind of issues that we can um you know we can bring it back to this episode too mm-hmm. but just how it relates to real life so do you want to take a break real quick or do you want to talk about some more about the episode before we take a break no let's take a break because i think you have more to say okay so let's go ahead and take a break real quick um and we'll be right back with you guys after this short break so welcome back um in this next segment of the show, Shannon, I want to ask you okay. something. Okay. We touched mm-hmm. on this a little bit. Mm-hmm. You talk about um, 
It's not really good to diso disassociate from your past. You touched on it a little bit and why we might try to distance ourselves from certain relatives mm -hmm. if they are not a good reflection on us. Oh yes, that's a good way to put it. So, um, let me ask you this. Do you think it matters where you come from? Do you think it really matters? No, it doesn't matter where, where you come from mm -hmm. at all. No, it doesn't matter. Um, because eventually as you grow older, mm -hmm. you, you make your own decisions on where you want to go in life. Right. Uh, yes, environment has a lot to do with it, but it's still the individual, individual character and the things you, you might want in life. You might see some things that are very negative that put you in a more positive way. And then you see things that are negative that you think are actually right. Sure. And you end up in that, that lifestyle. Um, but it, it, it does not matter where you come from at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter where you come from, especially if you have a grounded, structured family that they know how it was and how it is where they are. Mm -hmm. So they want to do something for you to make sure you don't end up in the same situation. Yeah. I mean, but going back to what you said about environment. So now I'm going to kind of flip this because... Mm -hmm not necessarily someone coming from humble beginnings, but maybe someone who comes from an affluent beginning, like that makes a difference in kind of their outcome. Maybe not 100% of the time, but a lot of times where you come from, if you come from, you know, it's like money begets money. <laughs> okay, so it seems like to me what you're getting at is, does it make things easier for you? Yes. Of course. Yeah. Of yeah. course. <laughs> it makes things easier. And not just the money part, where you come from. Mm -hmm. It does make things easier for you. Um, you can have two individual black people, right? You can have someone that grew up on a farm. Yes. And you have someone that grew up on a concrete jungles. Mm-hmm. And um, their outlook on life is going to be different. Way different, right. So as they become older, certain things are going to take place. And that will um, mold their, their, their lives for their futures. Yeah. You know, like um, the person that's born on a farm, you're used to seeing life, animals being born. You know, you might have more value for life. Whereas if you're in the inner city, you're seeing a lot of death. People being murdered. You might become numb to that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no, it's no big deal to you. So you would never know how precious life is mm -hmm. compared to someone that was raised on a farm. Yeah. I might be going too deep into it but that that's how i see it but yeah it, it it like i said i think you were actually trying to get at like maybe the 
um, environment you come from. Yeah, and I was also touching, you know, not specifically having a city versus a rural, but yeah. the uh, uh, upbringing. But mm-hmm. that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have. I feel like I've I've been kind of dipped my toes in and out of different cultures just yeah. because of how I grew up. Um, I didn't grow up poor, but I grew up, you know, middle class, maybe on the lower end of middle class, right? Um, I did have some opportunities um, just through through school, mm-hmm. uh, and then I, I ended up going to USC where, you know, and I, I always say if I regret anything about my time in, in school was that I just didn't take advantage of making connections, mm-hmm. you know, that's really the only reason why you go to, to USC. I mean, you're like, oh, it's a fun school. Like people, children, people out there, stop with this going to schools because they're fun and they got a good football team and <laughs> the parties are fun. I get it. You're a child now, but I'm a grown up now. <laughs> now I know none of that stuff matters. But, you know, the thing about that experience going to USC is that I went to school at that point, you know, up until that point, most of the people around me were from a similar socioeconomic background Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe a little bit better, maybe a little bit worse, but kind of around the same middle class, working class. And when I went to college, I met people who were, came from wealthy families, who were driving cars, you know, better than adults, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And better than the professor. Better than professor. But yeah, yeah, they were just like, came from balling families. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was so weird to me. I was like, oh, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> and I didn't know how to really work that whole situation. I mean, their approach to going to USC and going to school was like way different. Mm-hmm. Um, than my approach. It was just like, oh, I'm just happy to be here. I'm getting my education and I'm going to make something better of myself through getting this degree, not necessarily really making the connections because I didn't really know how to do any of those things. And I didn't know that it was important to do it because culturally I just didn't come up in a way where that was important. I I came up like thinking, oh, you get a good, uh, you get your education, you go to college, get a degree and get a good job and live a happy life yeah, and more, that's that's it it's more to it and than it's, that it's more to it than that but i um we're about to teleport to the future a little bit the subject we're talking about now uh, it coincides with episode four so we're going to i want to back you off you want to teleport yeah, but I want to. Okay, no, 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 no. I know, I know no. what you mean. Yeah, but, I, I get where, but let's just from. let's just hold back on on this one because we're okay. going to go. We can go more in depth. Yeah. Um, in episode four. Yeah. About that. But, but go ahead. I want to say this. It, it's like you said. It was USC is about, of course, education. Yeah. Right. But it's about the rubbing of elbows, like you said. Right. And so in episode four, when we get into that, we can go more into this. But um, yeah, so let's let's kind of save it for that. Yeah, we can save. That way, that way, you guys can listen in. I know where you're going with this a little bit. You guys can listen in. Yeah, um, 
Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We've watched four episodes yeah. so far. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, hey, no, we watched more than four. I mean, yeah. recently. Yeah. <laughs> recently. But yeah, so um, do I think it matters where you've come from? I think it matters, but then it doesn't matter at the same time. I, you know, I think that um, there's a certain amount of, you know, when you come from a place of having privilege, it's very possible to not have a lot of hustle, you mm-hmm. know, in you. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's easy. <laughs> yeah. And when you pretty much don't have anything and you have to make something of yourself, of your life, you, and, you care, and you care to do so, then you got to put in some work. Yeah. Like I was saying about my USC time, I don't think I, I put in some work, but I didn't, I didn't necessarily put in all of the right work. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well... It was yeah. lesson learned. To, to, I mean, I mean lesson learned, to, but it's something to teach the teach the 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 next generation, lesson. and that's you know, um, I can go in a whole whole tangent spiel about college and what I think about that too, and and I will. Well, we in will. Episode four. Yeah, we can talk about that in episode, episode four. four. <laughs> well, anyway, you guys hold on for a quick sec. Uh, we're going to take a break and uh, finalize the rest of this episode for you guys. All right. Music from this episode is by yours truly, Summer Sky. The single is called About Love, and it's available on all digital music and streaming platforms. Check the episode description for more details. All right, we're back. And um, so, Shannon, I just wanted to kind of finish up this episode um, still talking about forgetting where you come from and does it even matter where you're mm-hmm. coming from? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and is there ever a, a time when you need to dissociate yourself from your past? I think part of the problem with even considering distancing yourself from your family and your background is, is you're giving up way too much power to other people and, you know, and their, their validation of who you are. A lot of times, too, as as a black woman, there might be black woman stereotypes and I may or may not look like that stereotype to Mm -hmm. whoever at any given at at any given time. And it's those times when it's kind of those moments where people are like, oh, you're not like those. You're not. Oh, you're different, you know, and they make you feel like some sort of, you know, you're like Neo from the Matrix. You're some kind of anomaly or something. And it's like, <laughs> like, 
No, there are some black people who have this background mm -hmm. and this lifestyle and they do this and there's other other black people who do another thing and then there's other black people who look like this. Mm -hmm. So there's all kinds of people. So um, anyway, back to the, the point really being that it's not, for me, I think you should disassociate yourself from your past and, and distance yourself if if doing so can heal some wounds like if you have a very kind of traumatic past oh, or something like yeah. that yeah. um i think that might be okay but when you feel like you have the need to distance yourself from your past because it just doesn't look good on paper Oh. to other people, yes. that's where you're kind of giving too much of your power away to other people and their judgment of mm -hmm. what your background is, what your, you know, past, present, or future is. Yes. And that's the danger I see in trying to uh, distance yourself from what your past looks like. If your past isn't something that is, you know, um, filled with with socially acceptable accomplishments that everybody reveres, right? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I almost teared up a little bit when you were talking about this because I thought about Nipsey Hussle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's a millionaire now, or was, was a millionaire. millionaire. Yeah. But he, he couldn't let go of the where he came from. Where we came from. He let yeah. go of the, the lifestyle. Sure. But he, well, really he didn't because the story is he called the dude a snitch. So he's still living that street life. Mm -hmm. So he, you, yes, you yeah. do need to disassociate with your past certain time, certain situations. Yeah. I saw an interview. I don't know. They were interviewing some, some rapper and he told me like, yeah, I, I very, very seldomly go back to my hood. I might meet some of my buddies somewhere, mm -hmm. but I very seldom go back to where yeah. I, I'm from because mm -hmm. I, I'm living a different lifestyle, you know? Yeah. Um, I have I have money moves to make that are now legal and things like that. That you, you can't know? do. That you can't do. I can't, I can't hang out with my homeboy to have the felony and I know sure. he, I know he's strapped all the time. I know he has a firearm with him all the time. I can't get caught up like that, yeah. you know, and lose what I have. Now, Nipsey, yes, he was definitely helping his community for sure. sure. But um, he he couldn't like leave the hood, like yeah. like you know, it he was had, like he it, had friends and family well, that yeah. could have like. Took care, took taking care yeah. of things. And he he did, but, it, but and he he was he was being who he was. Yeah. You know the story goes, one of his buddies just got out of jail and needed some clean, you know, cool gear to wear, and he was like, "Why not represent my my um label or whatever, line. my line, right. and come to the store and, and I hook you up, you know, whatever." He was doing the right thing, yeah. but. You just can't go back to that that lifestyle all the time. Some things are not. Yeah. Um, and it's no no 
There's nothing wrong with being from the inner city. No, we're not there's saying nothing that. wrong with no. that. And there's all sorts of people mm -hmm. who live in the inner city. Mm -hmm. But if you yourself happen to have lived a live that fast life, live the, you know, gang banging life or mm -hmm. whatever it may be, if you lived a life that could put your life in danger, danger. Yeah. and you make it out, right, and but kind of go dip your feet back into yeah, that, yeah. you're just making it dangerous. I mean, any person that that goes in and out of the hood, um, that's just a regular working working person, yeah. might not have that issue. And what I was going to say to piggyback, piggyback on that is, you know, that's one reason you try to be whatever you are to get out of the hood per se sure you know when rappers say when i when i make it first thing i'm gonna do is buy me a house i'm gonna buy my mama a house that's the first thing they say yeah you know so you know yes there's certain times you definitely need to disassociate with yourself from where you come from mm. if not try and enlighten the people that still live there where you came from mm -hmm. that hey and he, Nipsey was doing this, you know, he was he was producing jobs for people in in the neighborhood, you know. So that that's that was a huge plus to him. I give him kudos for that. That yes, he was helping people. Like, look, let's let's start this so we can start. If not getting you out of the hood, let's make our hood better. Better. Right. Let's be the, let's be for real hood rich, right. but show it, you know, because mm -hmm. hood rich. That's just somebody driving a $9,000 car to live in an apartment. That's hood rich. But he was trying to be, bring, like, wealthy hood. Right. <laughs> you know? Like real rich. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, like I said, and we, we will wrap it up. You, you, at times, don't be ashamed at all where you're from and where you came from. Right. You know, just look to where you want to be and where you are going. And um, just don't forget that certain times you will have to disassociate yourself from where you come from. Like, for instance, you have people that have like that work voice <laughs> and you have that person. <laughs> if you run into them on the street, like you don't talk like that at work yeah. you know so that's what that's what i'm really getting at it's things like that you have to play the role so to play the role you will have to disassociate yourself from where you come from just don't forget and don't be ashamed to to let people know still look this is my background but this is where i am today yeah. and this is what you're looking at today and yeah you know exactly. so yeah so um i had a buddy he went for a job interview, he, he said, um, Shannon, I'm concerned that they're going to just look at what's on paper and read what some things I've done in the past. I'm like, look, man, you know, that was several years ago. You're a changed man. Do you think you're a changed man? He's like, I really do, Shannon. I'm like, well, I pray that they see who you are, mm -hmm. see what you can be. Right. And when I talk to him today, he's like the top man where he works, you know. And people say, you know, we're, we're so happy we hired you. You know, you, you uh, succeeded our, our expectations or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah just, just don't forget because 
you can end up right back. Yeah, you definitely don't want to forget for a couple reasons. Don't don't deny where you come from because you don't want or need to have other people having control over how you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. And also, if you've done some dirt in the past that could harm you, um, don't forget that either. So you don't end up back there. Right. Like remember what, what the repercussions were. Exactly. Remember what the repercussions were and own, own that you did those things right. and and learn from it. Right. Grow up. Make a change. Right. And if you don't listen in next week or next episode, your repercussions, you will miss out. <laughs> you will be missing out on something don't good. Do that. So don't do that. <laughs> so we, we're going to end it uh, right there. So. Tune in and for episode number three. All right, you guys. I'm Summer. This is Shannon. And we're out. Talk to you guys the next time. Bye. Peace. <laughs>